Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from 7 to 10 a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back into it, it's Hale Varsity Radio. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. Let's talk some Husker hoops. We welcome in the pride of Ord, Andy Markowski, with us at Markowski underscore Andy, where you follow him on Twitter. Andy, how was the uh, the holiday? Did you have a good time with family? Thanks for joining us. No, happy to be here. Yeah, it was kind of a uh, a little bit of unconventional Thanksgiving. Uh, we actually traveled down to St. Pete. Uh, the women's uh, Husker team was was down there for for a couple games. So we um, we did uh, we did Thanksgiving from from the beach. But the, the weather in Florida wasn't wasn't balmy, but certainly better than what uh, the weather here Friday and Saturday was. So any different sides with uh, Turkey Day on the beach? Did you go a little seafood for everybody? Yeah, it was certainly a unique uh, menu uh, compared to what uh, I normally would have. But we did uh, do, do some seafood, tried to uh, make it part of that experience, but, but missed the, uh, the turkey, the ham, and, and the uh, traditional uh, Thanksgiving meal that we normally have if we were to stay back here or visit the parents up in Oregon. Well, Andy, here's the, the real question for you. Is your tan now better than Schmitty's? That'd be an accomplishment. Wow. Yeah, I uh, I didn't uh, peel back all the layers, so I uh, I did not get a lot of sun. I I, I stayed relatively uh, comfortable, and uh, so yeah, I just at least probably got a better tan than me. I hate to admit it. Uh, well, I I don't fade real easy, uh, and and that's uh, thank you, mom and dad. So there there we go. Uh, tan fat is happy fat, uh, Andy. So uh, that's how I'm running with it. But let's uh, let's get let's stay with with basketball. We'll talk women's hoops uh, a little bit further in a moment. But big red off to that seven and zero start, uh, Andy. And your takeaway here: uh, we're early, but want to get a, a, an early thought on Nebraska Creighton. But what have you liked so far, uh, aside from the record? With with um, this year's team, with with what Fred and company got going. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot to like. Um, you know, I, I love their versatility. Um, you know, I think positionally they're they're long, right? You can, you know, you can go Williams at the three and and play Alec and Mast, which you know I think is the the, the best front line that you know, certainly Fred has had. You know, it probably goes back to Miles' uh, NCAA tournament team um, with just length and. and Size on that on that front line, um, their their ability to share the basketball. I, I thought maybe they would struggle uh, a turnovers without a true point guard. They've done a really good job of of you know just kind of playing together and, and staying attached and, and sharing the basketball, and that's kept their their turnovers down. Um, I don't think they've shot it as well as, as as they can shoot it. I know they're averaging nine threes a game, which is tops in the league, but I, I just don't think Tobinaga has been as aggressive as, as what maybe they need him to be. I think Lawrence has been a little bit more passive as a scorer uh, running the point. Um, so I, I actually think they can shoot the ball better than, than what they have, which is which is a positive because they're averaging 81 points, which is the most in, in 
tenure. So, you know, they, they've had six leading different leading scorers in seven games. Um, you know, they, they were rebounding it pretty well. The last two or three they have not, so they're going to have to get that short up, as Fred alluded to, after the, the game on Sunday. But, um, yeah, the, the competition has, has just been okay, right? And they're, they're, they're going to find out, you know, if, if that offense can, 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 can carry through what is going to be a difficult four- or five-game stretch here. Andy Markowski with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Nebraska basketball upcoming matchup with Creighton on Sunday. And Andy, one of the things with this team that surprised me, and I'll, I'll lay this out for you right now, I'm a little biased. I'm a Nikola Jokic fan. And I think I see a little bit of Nikola Jokic in Rink Mast. And one of the things that surprised me is I think Rink Mast has maybe been the best weapon for the Huskers so far this year. I know Casey had a perfect game from the field just the other night, but Rink Mast, his all-around presence has been something to behold in double-digit scoring every single game he's played in this year. He gets the rebounds, he gets the assists. What have you seen from him so far for the Huskers this season? Yeah, I think he's their, their most complete player. I mean, he's got legitimate power five size, um, you know, very skilled on the block, right or left shoulder, right or left hand, you know, can step away and shoot. Um, I, I thought they were going to lose the, 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 the value of Walker last year was the ability for him to really pass at the five spot. They could, you know, put him kind of in the cylinder and, and let him hit cutters. And Madison really has that, that skill. I mean, he's a really terrific passer. He's got good vision. Um, in addition, you know, he's probably a, a better, obviously a better shooter than, than Walker, and he's bigger and a, and a better rebounder. So I, I thought that would be a real, you know, step back. And, and really, I think it's a, it's it's a positive uh, with, with this year's group because I think Mast is, is terrific. And, you know, I think Williams is, is the second best, most versatile player as, as the teams get better and the defenses get harder and the scouting is more in-depth. Uh, I think both of those players are going to be able to, to find baskets and, and, and score just with their skill and their versatility. Andy, uh, you mentioned versatility and, and kind of that, that force Nebraska has. I really like the hustle that that um, Alec has brought uh, transfer, of course, a kid that played at North Star. Uh, you mentioned Williams and, and Rink has been tremendous. Do you worry at all about Kise forcing it? And and I say that respectfully because the way he ended the year, I mean, he kind of emerged last season as a guy coming into this year with coming back for Nebraska to 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 be that go-to guy, do you think he'll be able to to live up to that expectation? I mean, he can't always have a great night, but but I think there's help here for him. But when push comes to shove, can he be a, a big shot maker for Nebraska this season? Yeah, I mean, you know, he, he proved that a year ago that, that he can, you know, be the featured player and, and, and carry a team. I think, you know, over the last, you know, nine games, he was, you know, 20, 20.6 times. Um, I'm not worried about his role. I, I think probably the international experience with with the Japanese national team probably mm-hmm. helped him. I mean, that that was the role that he had for them, right, was kind of that come off the bench, you know, take open shots. You're not going to get 20 shots. You're not going to be the featured player. Um, so that probably helped him coming into the season, playing with the group he's now playing with. He, he doesn't have to, to, to do all that. I, I think he can let, you know, shots come to him. Um, I think as, as scouting is going to try to take Mast and Williams away, he's going to benefit um, by maybe not getting the best perimeter defender all the time, like maybe he did late in the year. So um, I, I think he'll you know find big games, games where where he makes you know five, six, seven threes, 
um, to, to help us win. But there's also going to be games where you know maybe he only takes five or six shots because you know we like a few other matchups on the court. So you know it just goes back to this is by far the the, the deepest mm-hmm. team that Fred has had, and I think their comfortability of you know you mentioned Alec. Alec is just comfortable, you know, playing hard and rebounding. He doesn't need to score. He you know he's this is his fifth year of college. He wants to be a part of a winning team, and you can just see that the, the group is is just very comfortable, um, you know, playing together and, and allowing different players to have big games and, and not forcing it. Or, you know, you feel like the pressure of getting somebody 15 to 18 shots to keep them happy. This, this group doesn't seem to to have any of that. They're they're just playing together. They're having fun, and and, and certainly, you know, winning takes care of all that, right? It's, it's hard to complain and, 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 and bitch when, when you're winning and this group is off to a, to a good start. And, you know, I think this is going to be a fun team to follow. Andy, before we specifically look at the Nebraska and Creighton matchup, you alluded to earlier the strength of schedule for Nebraska this year hasn't been among the tops in the country. It's been pretty weak if we're being 100% honest, but it's always better to get learning lessons in a victory than in a loss. Tell me, if you're Fred, what would you be working on this week, gearing up for Creighton? I'm kind of alluding to the Creighton matchup just a little bit, but just what have you seen from the first couple of games that you'd be working on here this week before Creighton comes to town? Well, you're you're, you're right. I mean, there, there's teams that have not put the pressure that Creighton gotta gotta put on you. Um, you know, the conversion defense being able to get back and, and locate shooters. Um, you know, their ability to shoot the basketball at you know, at, at five spots uh, a lot of times um, is, is going to be hard to guard. I, I do not think this team is as good as, as last year's group uh, when they went into Omaha and beat Creighton. Um, you know, you look at you look at Bandamel and some of those, you know, perimeter defenders we had a year ago. Um, you know, I think they that group was ahead of this group defensively, so that, that's going to be a challenge that we're going to have to, you know, be able to score to keep pace with Creighton. Um, I, I don't think Creighton um, is as difficult to guard this year. Uh, you know, they lost Neemhart, uh, their, their, their point guard, and they put him and Kalkbrenner in a, a pick-and-roll a lot last year. I, I don't think they're as good this year in the pick-and-roll, and Kalkbrenner's numbers have, have really shown that. He has not been able to get the amount of shots at the rim. Uh, his production is down, and I, I think that was you know just because of the lack of of, of what they have for a point. They have a good point guard, and, and certainly they have some players step up and, and, and play new positions. But I, I don't think Creighton is as difficult to guard, but I don't think Nebraska is good defensively either. So, we'll, you know, we're going to have to be able to score. We're going to have to make shots. Uh, I, I think, you know, mass uh, uh matchup, you know, we're, we're going to have to to win that one. Um, and then, you know, we, we need our depths. I mean, I, I think Creighton plays – seven or eight kids are all productive and, and Nebraska is going to need that, that same productivity from, from their bench, uh, you know, which should be a really fun game to watch. Andy, uh, is this uh, a, a launching spot for, for this Nebraska season? If, if they're able to, to take down Creighton, I know Creighton's already had their wake up call against Colorado state, but what would a win at PBA mean over Creighton? Yeah, you know, I think there's, you know, certainly a rivalry there, and this is an important game for for the state. I, I think, um, you know, a lot of the guys that went in Omaha and won are, are back, right? So I, I think they're familiar with with the, uh, um, you know, just just the rivalry. I, I don't think if you lose this game that it it means a lot. I mean, I you, you, my my concern is the non conference schedule. 
Um, if you lose to Creighton, you probably need to come back and beat K State. I, I think mm-hmm. that you know you need a you know a, a kind of a tournament resume win in the non-conference. Um, I like the schedule that they put together. I think Fred is overscheduled in his time here, and it, it, it's just it, it's taking the energy from the team. It's taking the energy from the fans. So you can finally feel a little buzz. I think they were a little smarter with the schedule. Um, the, the league doesn't appear to be as deep or good. Um, they're not, you know, the, the wins in the non-conference have, have not come for the Big Ten. So, you know, you're probably looking at a six-bid league. So, you know, beating Creighton, you know, certainly moves you up in that upper half. There just hasn't been a lot of big non-conference wins for, for the Big Ten team. So, you know, beating Creighton, I, I think, puts Nebraska in that upper, you know, three or four teams in, in terms of recognition uh, in the non-conference with the Big Ten. So, I do think it can be, a, a you know, a, a spark in the right direction. But, you know, if they happen to lose that, they, they still have a, you know, a Minnesota and Michigan State the next week and, and to start the conference, and you got K-State before Christmas, and, and then, you know, a really tough 20-game league schedule. So there's still a lot of basketball left if we happen to, to lose at home, but, you know, I think it's a game that they feel like they can win, and being at home is a game that they should win. A few more minutes, Andy Markowski and the other side. Hale Varsity continues. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. We'll get more into the FCS and uh, Division One quarterback options for the Big Red as well. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Pride of Ord. Andy Markowski with us at Markowski underscore Andy, where you follow him on Twitter. Eddie will wrap with Husker women's basketball and uh, Big Red trying to bounce back. Florida Atlantic uh, around the corner. But overall, as you look at some of the non-conference and, and the tournament down in Florida, you know where do you see this uh, squad at as they kind of gear up for some non-con to finish and then back into a, a really tough Big Ten? Yeah, it's certainly been a disappointing start um, to lose to Creighton you know, at, at home. Um, you know, was was a tough loss, and then to go down and play a good, a good TCU team, which will be a, a tournament team, and and lose, um, has, you know, kind of their their backs are against the wall a little bit in the non-con. I, obviously, they've got at Kansas yet um, before Christmas, and that they're in say tournament team, so you know that that becomes a really important game to to keep getting some some resume building wins. But um, but yeah, it's you know it's uh, they've they've played well at times, but you know like last season, the consistency still. Still hasn't been there to the level that it needs to, to 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 beat the best teams on their schedule, and the teams are only going to get better. I mean, Iowa, Indiana, Illinois. Um, you know, there's there's a lot of really good teams in the Big Ten. So, you know, hopefully, the, the a few non-time games left will will help help them get you know get their their bench. They do have a you know Potts is a, a freshman having a really good year for them. Um, they need to find a little more consistency at. At one of the guard spots, um, but if they can find that, I you know I think there's a lot of basketball ahead for them, and they can end up having a good year. Andy, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks for a few minutes with us. Thanks for having me, guys. Heard at Sports Radio every weekday morning from seven to ten a.m. On Thursday's show, we'll have staff writer for The Athletic, Mitch Sherman. We'll talk the odds with our Vegas insider, Brian Edwards. Catch it up with senior writer for Huskers 24-7, Michael Brunts, and Nebraska women's basketball head coach, Amy Williams. Take a dive into the latest news in all things sports. Heard at Sports Radio with Ravi Lula and Damon Benning.